just start it by hitting me. That's mean. Yeah. <laughs> Do what you're told. All right. Shite. Um, oh, yeah, maybe swearing, possibly. Uh, the usual nonsense. Can we swear? Oh, yeah, of course. Savage. Um, <laughs> that's the reason why we have this podcast, is because I wasn't allowed in the video anymore because I kept swearing. Ah. Which, which, no, no, which, which has been changed um, because uh, Jay's now able to um, put in bleeps. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back in the video occasionally. It'd just be bleeped. You'd be like R2D2. Pretty much, yeah. Just R2D2, the whole fucking thing. Yeah, the whole way through it. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah, okay, right, so we probably should do the intro thing. Um, <clears throat> welcome to the latest episode of the Dublin City Comics Podcast. As always, brought to you by our good friends at Rogue Comics, who are now actually in the fucking podcast. So. Yeah. <laughs> Leech our way into everything. Uh, or whatever, well, actually, uh, whatever, wherever else we can find it, which will probably be on iTunes, on uh, Podbean, YouTube, because the lads like putting all the stuff on the YouTubes. Um, yeah, so pretty much where all good podcasts are found and some wanky shite ones too. There's actually a lot of wanky shite podcasts. I can imagine there will be. Yeah. This one first start. Hey! <laughs> so yeah, so we're going to try and get back into things, folks. Um, it's been a bit of a break. Um, as usual, I'm up to my fucking eyeballs in work, so I was handing it over to the other lads and uh, they didn't want to do it <laughs> because it was too much effort. So uh, yeah, I've started doing it again and uh, I brought in my good friend Wayne to help out. What's cracking? So, um, like, I say help out you have more experience in podcasts than I will ever have so. well yeah I've got the podcast experience but you're this is your store so yeah. I, I'll you you be the kind of the store guy and I'll be the colour commentary store guy you, you're a store guy I'm colour commentary okay you're Steve Dave what's a Steve Dave it's a Kevin Smith reference I don't really like Kevin Smith well then we will, we will no <gasps> longer listen. reference Kevin Smith from here on in <laughs> well no I like some of his movies I just I think he's a bit of a you know He's one of those, like, you know that whole great power comes great responsibility? Yeah. I don't think he's using his responsibility well enough. It's ironic considering how much of a fucking Marvel fan he is. Yeah. yeah. I don't think even he realises his, his impact and his effect. Like, it was that, the whole, I've mentioned this millions of times, but the whole turning point with that airline, when he just let his fans go loose and he didn't stop it. Yeah. There's the, yeah. At that, he should have, as soon as somebody started tweeting, go, whoa, 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 lads, lads, calm down. But calm, no, he didn't. Calm down, tits, tits yeah. please. Yeah. And it was his fault, so... You can fuck off. Anyway, moving on from my disdain from Kevin Smith. Who else do I not like? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just literally, uh, that's what this is. It's just a list of names you're going to read through. If you want, we can do one of those. It's like, like the fucking Grinch. We should do a special. Hate him, hate him. We should just do a special where we just give out about everybody we really don't like. But then we should do a, a, that, a complete that, counter episode where we do everyone we really, really like. Okay, that could be like the Christmas and New Year special. Yeah, the anti-Christmas special. Anti-Christmas special. Yeah. Yeah. Take okay, okay. first, Chalk it down. All right, anti-Christmas. It's on that's out of the way. And then Uncle Christmas. <laughs> um, right, yeah, so this week's stuff, shit. Loads of stuff came out this week. Most importantly, of all things, though, really, uh, Detective Comics 1000. That's, that's yeah. out tomorrow. That's out tomorrow. That's, that's a big tomorrow. hardback Batman one that I saw up on the shelves, isn't it? Uh, no, no, it's well, it's, it's it's a bigger version of Detective Comics, but it's like an oversized, um, I think it's 70-odd pages of a book. It's like the, the one, one you're thinking of is the, the omnibus. That's... Um, DC Rebirth Omnibus. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I thought I saw one. Like, they did one very similar for the Superman one as well. Action Comics. They did a similar release for Action Comics, which I have. Um, Probably the same big, huge one. And it's probably. the big... It looks the same format. Exactly the same format, yeah. but it's Batman. Big, thick, bastard book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, had a re- it was basically reprints of all some of the classic Detective Comics stories. Yeah, I think this is... A, it's, a, it's an actual new issue, though, so actually... I know. I See, this is the thing. They're doing multiple things for this. It's not just... It's the it's the hardback which got reprints of all the classic stories, and then you have the Detective Comics. Actually, Detective Comics tells us where there's new stories, new arts, and they're doing special covers for all by like there's the yeah. Jim Lee cover. If only I actually the, had a copy. The Schneider, that's right. Yeah. Gravel. <laughs> do do do. I'll just keep you entertained while Doc is running around. Uh, now, a word from our sponsor. 
Secret Show on Channel 4 Annika Royce used to run around the place like a fucking lunatic doing shit it was every show she was in right uh, <gasps> do you know that Annika Royce apparently this is a this is a fact that I heard when I was a young child when we watched uh, that show that you were talking about was one where the, the guy hunted them in a helicopter yeah that's the one yeah in- Interceptor or something like that wasn't it I don't know but, and apparently Annika Royce used to hoover around her gaff naked what yeah there you go useless fact number or whatever awesome so this is the Detective Comics 1000 yep and it's a, it's a, is it a collection like it's like an anthology of stories yeah it's a small anthology of stories yeah <coughs> we got Warren Ellis and Becky Cloonan oh Becky Cloonan's Batman that's always a winner for me uh, I really should have done more research for this this is uh, getting back in the swing of things the hardest way possible uh, Snyder and Capullo of course couldn't have Batman related without the two of them now it was the main cover Lee and then you have variants after yeah. that you got James Tynan and Alvaro Martinez Bueno Bueno <laughs> That's coming back into print very soon. I am so fucking happy. <laughs> Benders and Malev. There's a fucking combination, man. Fucking. Malev's probably big spreads and shit, is it? Oh, Straight you off the bat. Look at that. Straight in, though. Kissing right into the penguin's face. Literally off the I bat. I like it. If you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. It looks, it's a gorgeous looking book. It's very well put together. It's a bit, um, yeah, ninety-six pages. Ninety-six pages. That's that. Was, I said that'll sell. It's, yeah. it's a gate. It's not, it's not a gatefold. Oh. It's just a wraparound Jim Lee cover. To be honest, like as well, we have a bunch of the variants, but they're nearly all pre-ordered. There was a, there was a huge rush in that the last couple of weeks. Just everybody just going, shit, give us that cover. Give and us that did, cover. Did DC as a punter? I I I've always detested that kind of the 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 way they do it, where they go, you have to order a certain amount of blah to get now, blah. In all fairness, right, DC have been getting much, much better now. Occasionally, there is the odd book that might have an order 100 variant or order 50 variant. But for the most part now, every DC variant is, here's a regular. Do you want a variant? Go for it. Just order. So you don't have to be ordering like a million. No, but well, you're getting the likes of Archer and you're getting a Frank Show. <coughs> you're getting really good fucking cool. artists doing the covers. That's good. So, well, that's, out of the park. Whereas see, Marvel are still doing that usual, please order 200% of a title you ordered six months ago that didn't fucking sell well. Or that sold really well. And then we want you to order twice as much of that. So if you ordered 50, you're going to have to order 100 before you can even look at this variant over I don't here. I understand that business model. It's basically just driving, um, or it's it's trying to book the, the market sales curve, you know, the title way. Like everything has its natural progression where it kind of sure. introduced, it goes up high, then it comes down, then it levels out. But they're trying to... They're trying to artificially manipulate the sales so that they're always up, so it's but, shareholders. But even retailers that would look at that and go, well, those numbers aren't correct, let's adjust for the actual forced orders yeah. we were meant <clears> to make. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm reckoning they're going to have a look at it and change it at some point because I can't imagine it's sustainable. It's bollocks. Didn't people say the exact same thing in the nineties? Yeah. Jesus. No, as long as they're not doing chrome covers and dike cut covers and hologram uh, covers. And, yeah, shit. <laughs> Back to the nineties. We 90s. may have seen a pattern. Yeah. Um, <laughs> shit. Well, look, that, that's a lovely looking book, actually. And, yeah, it is. And I, I, I think I dropped off the tech comics because there was it started to kind of go. But oh my god. Started to go. Oh my god. No, I'm just looking through. They've got them. Um, Oh my! This is unreal. They've got the artist who did Batman Year Two in this as well. Sorry, I'm just flicking through this, folks. I know it doesn't sound like it's like you're like you can hear us flicking pages, but Detective Comics One Thousand is a gorgeous looking book. <coughs> it's pretty tasty. Very nice. I like it. And it's a uh, uh, cool ten euros nine ninety nine. Because that's actually I want about ten cents a page then. And I am going to say <laughs> this as a punter and an appreciative punter because I do have my pull list in this store. Um, you appreciate yeah you announced during the week for Dublin City Comics that you're going to continue doing cover prices oh yeah you know because um, um, somebody was we had a couple of customers in the shop and I don't really like discussing other shops practices but we had somebody else in the shop telling us that um, another store is doing other things or whatever and they had basically said oh why don't you guys do this other thing and our prices have been consistent yeah. since we opened sure so we don't need to do anything to our prices for that. Like if you've been getting books with us, Image and IDW included, American Comics, 
are the same cover price as every other book. It's not the case in other stores. I'm not going to name names. I'm not getting a pissing contest. Same with graphic novels. Our graphic novels are whatever the price in the back is in dollars. In dollars. If it's sterling, we have to do a bit of maths, but that's just confusing. And we always give you the benefit of the doubt on that one. Yeah. But there are other stores. In fact, most of the other stores in the city charge more for graphic novels and charge more on certain graphic novels yeah yeah by about two year on some if not more on others Um, and with the um, IDW and Image Comics there's this whole like oh they're American comics so they cost more to import it's a load of fucking bollocks pure (laughs) shite talking and I've said this on more than one occasion but people can believe what they want to be people can buy shit whatever they want but just in response oh that's a nice page Mm. in response to uh, our customers who've been coming in querying why we're not doing the same thing as other people are because we feel we're giving you the best fair deal we always have them and we're going to keep doing that until we get either people complaining that we've done a bad thing which we haven't done yet but we're not going to ape what everyone else does we're going to keep doing what we do and being fair to everybody in the way we believe we happen sure so yeah, um, everyone else can fuck off and do the one <laughs> yeah, so that's that's Detective <laughs> Comics 1000 is out that's, that's the last that's preachy the, fucking I hate doing this fucking shit well look it has the to be preachy. put out there because you're you're posting about it you have to this, the whole point of yeah. this as well, well is no, the, yeah, the, the post was, was put up intentionally because yeah. of that yeah so Detective Comics that's a big release for DC this week Are they, is there anything that's counter uh, countering this from Marvel um, from Marvel not that I can leap off the top of my head um, like they, they have a lot of events coming up like you have the War of the Realms is coming up oh, geez, um, yeah. which is like it, and I'm looking we have previews open in front of it it's really really funny what yeah. Marvel have this week is the, the facsimile edition of the uh, Hulk versus Wolverine first appearance of Wolverine versus oh Wolverine. yes yes yeah. yes so that, that's a nice book it's not like a new book but if you haven't got one it's well worth is that the tie in with the fucking wolf what do, they, what do they call it the Hulk Reigns or the wolf Wolverines what the fuck yeah yeah you like Hulk you like Wolverine you love new Hulk Wolverines oh my god it's no just... it all furnished the character himself it was a decent enough concept for him and it's a good enough story it's just the fact that he's a Wolverine I, Hulk I remember I saw the original artwork for that and I went huh yeah, it's like the house of ideas or out of ideas. Pretty much, yeah, it does definitely feel like that. Um, but they're now like I'm looking at uh, uh, Arthur Adams' cover work on the War of the Realms books, which is the I think it's the next big Marvel event. But of course, in Marvel, true Marvel style, we're looking at previews, and they're they're promoing it, and they're also saying, like literally, the cover of Marvel free previews for this month is the world shattering conclusion of War of the Realms. Yeah, so if it's a world shattering event, how it only lasted two fucking weeks? It's like what? So I don't know, but it'd be, I know, it's two months generally, but even still yeah. like that. But the cover work, and I've been following Arthur Adams on Instagram, and you see his inking and his, his pencils and inks as he progresses with these covers, and they're mind blowing things. Hmm. And it's just it's just phenomenal stuff. But yeah, the, like so, it's the, this week the big release is Detective One Thousand. Detective, but there's one other book for me that jumped out, other than the Hulk, and it's the um, the IDW Synergy. What's that one? It's a Hulk. Synergy is a collection of stories and. It's a lot of covers, uh, a lot of, um, I suppose, just actual character pieces um, from all the female creators on their current books at the moment. Cool. So you like things Margaret Scott, uh, Katie Cook, mm. all the, the, the predominant female writers and artists who've been working in there, the, the IDW-verse, if you will. Sure. The My Little Pony, Transformers, the rest of them. But it's, it's a really good book that's <coughs> celebrating women in comics without ramming the fucking message down your throat like there's nowhere in the book that says this contains only girls this is a girls only book there's nothing about it it's just a book that's solidly female creators some fucking amazing work it's brilliant and what's so, is that well, how many pages is that like, is that's it, another oversized book as well like, big one yeah and that's out tomorrow as well that is it tomorrow yeah um, so Synergy it's called the Hasbro Creators Showcase Synergy. Hasbro Creators 
But it's so from the name of it, then I take it it's all toys. Yeah, well, it's the um, <clears throat> no, it's well, well, yeah, it's Gem, it's My Little Pony, it's Transformers. I think there's a couple of Transformers ones in there. There's a really, really great. Well, there's two, two of the stories stood out to me definitely with. Um, I think it was Katie Cook for. Um, I'm pretty sure it was Katie Cook. I hope I'm getting her name right. Um, for My Little Pony, I'm not that familiar with the franchise, but the story was basically about her when she was growing up with the toys and always wanting to actually have some kind of an impact on the toys, and then it's her. It's like pretty much it's her biography drawn it like the whole way oh, that's through. cool and then her with her kids and then she's annoying the piss out of her kids by telling the kids like, oh, I wrote the backstory for this character this because, <laughs> no, shut up we just want to play with the fucking toys and then it's her playing with the toys with the kids like, so it's a really nice kind of flow through oh, that's cool. and then Margaret Scott it's her when she was growing up she always wanted to get Transformers and be into them I, like it was always told oh it's a boys toy sure she wasn't allowed and then it's her now like at, a, at the last pages is uh, her at a, at a signing and there's all these people queuing up which she regularly gets massive queues people because they love her work on the book but it's just all those people queuing up to see her. Yeah. And she's now the person that she was, would have looked up to as a kid. Yeah. So it's fucking awesome. It's a really good message. Yeah, no, it's a good man. As a, as, a, as a comic book creator, I'm sure that's a phenomenal thing to have, to be able to work on something that you love that much. So that's that sounds like a book that's filled with love. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I don't want to be too mushy about it, but yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> There's a lot of that going on. Actually, speaking of, of love and celebrating uh, girls or chicks and comics and books and stuff, saw Captain Marvel finally. Yeah. Fucking amazeball! I haven't seen it yet. Oh shit! We can't yeah. talk about it. Well, no, talk about it. I'm not going to ruin it. I'm just no. going to say, uh, the, <coughs> it was another one of those movies that it's a really strong character who just happens to be a girl. There's none of this whole well, like, yeah. oh, only girls can do this, blah blah. Like I, I get very heated. I've had heated discussions with friends of mine who are who, who would consider themselves feminists because I consider myself an equalist. Yeah. So I believe in celebrating everyone up to the same level and not elevating people beyond, but getting us all back to an even keel. Sure. So a lot of people need to grow. A lot of people need to be lifted up. We need to balance and then go forward as a species as opposed to swinging it back the other way and then the, the the constant back and forth before we get it where it needs to be Yeah, we just draw a line in the sand or everything that fucking happened and we all work together to move this shit forward Captain Marvel is just a perfect version of that because it's just a really strong character she's fucking amazing she's badass like she is in the comics there's sure. a couple of like subtle kind of nods to the arcs and stuff that have happened recently in the comics there's um like the scrolls are handled fantastically as well the the Kree fucking perfect it's literally like they took all the good stuff from the comics they took is it was it Kelly Sue the comics run and Gail Simone's run is that what they took elements. And, yeah, the elements elements of of yeah. yeah it's kind of like when they did Captain America and the Ultimates they took the Ultimate storyline for the Avengers and the build up to that and took what the good shit from Miller and Hitch and went up you go yeah. and there you go so like they're kind of that's the one thing that the Marvel films have always done well they've taken some of the best bits well the Marvel MCU the Marvel, Marvel Cinematic Universe um, they're taking the best bits of those stories and put them on the screen so they resonate yeah. with readers and non-readers alike and the one thing I've always said that the Marvel movies have over the DC is, is the double page spread moment in the movie sure and there's a bunch of them in this nice and yeah. the other great thing about it like there was that all people kicking off you know like oh about Brie Larson in the role and the fact that she doesn't smile and the rest of it there's, there's even jokes in the movie oh, about Jesus. her smiling and shit like oh god but no she like all controversy or bullshit controversy aside she was fucking perfect for the role yeah like I wouldn't imagine anyone else as Captain Marvel especially when she's flying like my, the iconic Captain Marvel for me is with the helmet with the mohawk mohawk yeah, yeah. such a fucking great character yeah. looking, looking like, um, costume yeah it's really iconic straight away even the silhouette everything about it's brilliant but there's a bit when she's flying even in the Kree uniform on just the Mohawk and all there and you just yes that's that's it we're fucking sorting here lads and then when like I said the fights start happening and all the rest of it back and forth between her and the, the antagonists and just fucking brilliant she's exactly what you wanted from the character like I'm trying to be very vague about it so I don't really no I don't mind I'm going to go see it this week before the podcast which records on the Friday so you know I will get to see it this week so I've, I've no problem I've managed to avoid 
any spoilers, but I can kind of take a stab at where the story goes because they can only go in certain directions. That's what with, I thought as well. You know? And I'm, I'm not going to lie to you, there was a couple of moments and <coughs> I was like, oh shit, that's deadly. <laughs> Completely taken by, by the... By the oh, that's nice, uh, it's good to be surprised. But the, there was one particularly cool moment, which isn't really a spoiler, but when she gets her maximum potential and, and basically does her yeah. whole glowing super fucking super sane essentially pretty much which my daughter is a massive fan of Dragon Ball so the two of us are sitting there watching it and when she starts glowing and I was like oh crap that is she going to go super sane and then she literally does that and my daughter was bouncing up and down in the seat ecstatic about it and the whole way home she wouldn't stop talking about how amazing Captain Marvel was and the fact she was super sane and yeah and it just it, that's what we got as kids like I know personally when I was watching the old Spider-Man TV show I love that man. There was little elements about that. I was like, oh yeah, I'd love to be Spider Man doing this. My daughter got that from Captain Marvel. Yeah. And we've had obviously female characters like she's loved Black Widow and the rest, but this is the first time it's been a real kind of female led movie. So she was like, Wonder Woman was okay. She wasn't too keen on that. Like, I think that was more the historical stuff. Well, I think Wonder Woman as well, really, even though, like, yes, it was empowering and everything like that. This, the, like you said, this, the historical stuff, the storyline was more adult compared. I'm not saying that yeah, Mar- no, Captain Marvel isn't It wasn't adult. as fun. It wasn't yeah. as engaging or as... Like, well, that's the DC film. That's what Shazam yeah. is meant to... Ironically, Shazam is meant to do for DC films is what Captain Marvel has now done for female leads in Marvel films oh really yeah. okay cool the reviews for Shazam are meant to be through the roof it's meant, nice. be, it's meant to be the best one so far and that actually the other uh, tie between Captain Marvel and uh, Shazam is Demon Hunter and I've always wanted to see yeah. more of his character and you get to see a lot more of him in this yeah 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 so it's kind of cool because uh, like he's one of those guys who, uh, there's like two or three actors I've always watched and gone he needs a good break he needs yeah. to get out there and he's just he's always on the edge but he's a fucking great actor yeah so it'd be nice to see him kind of I know, like I, 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 I thought that was a great move of them putting the film in the nineties, so they could actually bring back characters that may have already been gone. Yeah, like that Coulson is now up on the screen again. Yeah, that, and that's the other thing: the CG in it. <coughs> you forget that, yeah. it's, that that it's CG on Nick Fury within about two seconds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Coulson occasionally comes in. He looks. There's one element where he was on a stairwell and looked and was like, "Geez, he looks like Johnny fucking Bravo." <coughs> Swear to God, he just he had the hair, the swagger, the <laughs> shit, <and> like. <laughs> That's not Phil Coulson. That is Johnny Bravo disguised as a fucking agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. There, that's a amazing. Man. Yeah, but um, yeah, like I said, the the whole movie was whopper, and the message that went through it, which was the most resonating image for me, like it really kind of hit me right in the car, was heroes get back up. Yeah, like know that whole Captain America, you don't kneel to anyone. No, yeah. This message is doesn't matter how many times you get knocked the fuck down, you're a hero and you get the fuck back up. Yeah, it's Rocky all over again. Pretty much, yeah. It was that yeah, kind yeah. of thing, and. There's, there's a moment where it's happened. You can see it coming a mile away, like yeah. in a movie buff, and you're just like, all oh, right, yeah, they're going to shoehorn this in. But no, man, by the end of it, I was like, fucking, fuck off. I'm not going to fight in a movie with me, nipper bollocks. But it was just a really, really fucking strong moment. Like, my nipper was fucking on the edge of her chair again. Yeah. I think I might have accidentally created an adrenaline junkie watching all the uh, Fast and the Furious movies with her. That would have done it for you. Yeah, but it probably. makes her feel more about family, man. Family. It's just all about family. It's all about family. Familia. <laughs> Um, so how has that translated again this is a question that always comes up when it comes to Marvel films how has that translated into comic sales yeah it has yeah I think I think nowadays now especially <coughs> I think it's it's just hit the right kind of time because Umbrella Academy can't keep it on the fucking shelves as well really yeah, oh, yeah. that's good to hear like even with The Walking Dead you'd have a couple of people coming in to get it but it just seems like there's probably more people reading the comic than watching the show yeah I think nowadays it, it's it's more mainstream and acceptable like Walking Dead did a lot of the groundwork but now it's like when a comic is out Everybody's like, oh, cool, I want to see what this comic is like. This could be another Walking Dead. So the groundwork was done. It was a slow burn, I suppose, for Walking Dead. Like, there was a lot of sales in the books. Don't get me wrong, it did sell well. But that was a long kind of uh, people building up to it and getting into it and getting the buy for it. But, like, it was instant with Umbrella Academy. Straight off the bat. Captain Marvel, again, just boom. Everybody wanted 
And did Marvel tie in with that with a release? Did they have a, a um, reset for Carol? Well, they, they, thankfully they re-released the fucking, what you call it, um, further, faster, harder, better, yeah, yeah. stronger. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. Um, then they had, yeah, there's another series at the moment, but like the series isn't selling as well as the older books. So the one with the team on it is not as strong, like. Yeah. But it's 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 selling okay, it's just not as well as the trades were. Sure. And trades are a lot easier to get into because it's just, it's a story. self you're in, you're out, Yeah, as opposed yeah. to waiting Stone. every week for it. Um, yeah, so any any other books this week that came out were interesting? The only other, um, I suppose, what was it? No, it was only uh, the last part of uh, William Gibson's Alien. Alien it's the Alien Tree adaptation. Yep. Yeah, that uh, um, that that has gotten good write-ups, and the art, the covers at least, have, have very much been impactful. Um, I th- I think for myself, like I'm not I'm not on anything brand new. The only brand new book that I picked up that actually was out last week is the Invisible Kingdom by. Uh, G. Willow Wilson and Christian Ward. I haven't read it yet, um, but it's got cracking write-ups, and Christian Ward's art is really, really nice. It's very alien. Oh, yeah. Um, the colours are lovely. Um, and I, you know... Very saga-esque. It is. It's got a saga feel. It's kind of like... Um, do you remember the one that came out there recently? Versus? Yes. I enjoyed the shit of that. Yeah. It's it's kind of a mix between saga and versus type thing. If I was mm. to kind of shoehorn it into two yeah. books, that, that'd be what I'd shoehorn it into. Now, it may not fit into that, you know, round... Peg yeah. square whole thing. I just remember but, I didn't really like the ending of Versus. <coughs> well, yeah. the story was good up to the end. <laughs> yeah, it was good up to the end. But this, this is it's it's kind of like it's it's a nice. I like these alien sci-fi things with new worlds, almost like Future Shocks, like yeah. And but they're ex- like they're it's a limited run series as far as I'm aware. I don't know if it's it's certain amount of issues, but it is it's a new release, uh, published by Dark Horse. It was out last week, um, and yeah, definitely want to pick it. Visible Kingdom, and it looks gorgeous. If you like uh, Jodorowsky. I it's got that it's got that Jodorowsky I was going to say there's a bit of a vibe yeah. yeah so that's one I'd recommend people pick up and that's yeah, speaking of Jodorowsky this week I got Deconstructing the Metabarns which is basically uh, I suppose a history of the Metabarns and Jodorowsky's process and kind of ideas how he actually came up with the whole lot of it like it's just it's insane like if you haven't read Metabarns yet, man, oh Jesus, it's just yeah, Jodorowsky. Just he could probably has he donated his body to science when he dies? Um, I'm pretty sure science wouldn't take him. I think he wants to be turned into a Metabaron when he passes. I mean, more like the Baron from June. That's what that's what I picture yeah. him being as. But uh, no, the Metabarons is just, it's it's another one of those kind of space hoppers, like basically where you've got a guy who's the Metabaron, <coughs> who's the metaphysical, yeah. I suppose, controller of. Uh, He's, he's pretty much like like a Superman character. He can't be killed. He can do all this crazy fucking ridiculous shit, but he's supposed to bring peace, basically. So he's like the, the peacekeeper. This is a new shit release, this book. Yeah. Brand new release. If shit kicks off, he's the guy who goes in and sorts stuff out for the Technopope, basically. But then, as it goes on, he starts revolting against the Technopope, and they all try to take him out, and that doesn't end fucking well for anyone involved. But there's been multiple Metabarons, and basically the Metabarons' offspring takes the mantle by killing the parent. Sure. Sometimes not intentionally, sometimes accidentally, or... Sometimes he's forced to do it by his father because he knows that's the way it's supposed to go. But it, it's just, it's a really, like, you can never guess which way the story's going to go because Jodorowsky's mind is just this. Yeah. Like, it's almost like you've trapped the universe ideas in one tiny little head and he just occasionally just flies them out, like, in just this intense creative burst. And you're just along for the fucking ride, like. Oh, he's got someone real head in him. And, like, if, like, if you watch the documentary about Dune, you kind of get a glimpse into it. I like, can't bang on about that enough, man. That's yeah, a phenomenal documentary. It is. And, like, that, I, to, just to even touch that book of the artwork from Dune, mm. that tome yeah, yeah. that he has on his table. Like, this is. That's what they sent out this to is, all this is like This is like a bookmark. This is a bit, it's a nice little book. It's a nice hardback book. This, if you put this book inside the book for Dune, 
Yeah. This would be a bookmark for the I, book. I for think Dune. the book for Dune is about a foot tall. <coughs> yeah, yeah. You know that meme of like the guy looking at NASA code for the the, the, law, the moon yeah. launch. That's pretty much it. That's that's, that's the Dune Bible yeah. that he has with all the artwork from from the likes of Geiger and all the people that went to work on Star Wars afterwards. I'm, I'm pretty sure everyone who's listened to this has listened to me bang on about this documentary as well. But yeah. Fucking Watch it. Yodorowsky's doing. You won't be disappointed. Yeah. You look at those. Two panels alone. People getting their eyeballs picked out. Oh, yeah. Just the artwork is just... Yeah. Oh. Well, there's, there's a lot of that as well. The Metabaron has to go through intense physical pain. Yeah. It's unreal. Yeah. Unreal stuff. Like, really, really... Yeah. Just the, con- the concepts in it are fucking... Yes. Yeah. But that's... that's it. Like, Yodorowsky concepts are next level shit. Like, yeah. You know? Um, other releases that I've picked up... Uh, I'm catching up on uh, Liam Sharp's uh, and Grant Morrison's Green Lantern. I am loving Morrison's writing. I'm loving uh, Liam Sharp's artwork in the book. I, I'm hit or miss on the colours. Some of them are quite murky. There's Dark, 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 Deathstalker right there. Holy shit, that Frizzetta. fucking is Deathstalker, yeah. There's Frazetta, Nod, but it's Liam Sharp. Liam Sharp has nods. Yeah. And oh, he's allowed, he's allowed. It's like, <laughs> yeah. But he did, like, the first issue of, he did, what was it, The Brave and the Bow with Wonder Woman and Batman it was pure Jim Fitzpatrick nods. Oh, yeah. And the forward up. to the graph was by Jim Fitzpatrick. Oh, really? Yeah. And... <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the ongoing doc- 13th Doctor series with uh, Jody Hoser and Rachel Stott. Um, just, yeah, just a lot of fun. I mean, I'm, I'm a huge Doctor Who fan. Titan, really, the money is on the paper there. Look at the book. Look That's at the a page. glossy fucking book, man. That's Shit. a glossy book, but the money, Titan are putting the money into the book there. And Rachel Stott's art is always great. Um, I was actually speaking to Rachel at Comic City Festival last year. And when she started doing these books, she it was before the series aired. So she had to get... The, the likenesses that she had to get was from photography and stuff like that and images that the Beebs were the Beeb was sending her and she nailed it it's it's a pure look at it. it's a nice spread there that's fucking it's good nice. and the colours are lovely it's vibrant it's, it's a great little book so anyone that's into Doctor Who I highly recommend checking out the Titan books they're really really good um, some of their single Doctor story arcs are fantastic the first couple of multi-Doctor stories were good the, the, kind of the last of the not the last one but the one before that was a bit weak sauce but they, they do pick up and they had limited series like the ones for the Eight Doctor and the War Doctor. I think they did a War Doctor one. They did really good. Well worth checking out Titans books on that. And then I have the ongoing uh, Image Skybound book, Murder Falcon, which, which I is, jumped on recently on your recommendation, and it's fucking amazing. Balls. It's Daniel Warren Johnson <laughs> and Mike Spicer. Uh, Daniel Warren Johnson is a writer and the artist on this book. Spicer is doing a phenomenal job on color. Hmm. Spicer is always good on color. Pure fucking metal. Full on. What's the metal metal Oh, Smalls metal Yeah. So if you've ever seen metal that it's kind of like yeah, it's it it has tastes of that. But Johnson's art is just so kinetic. It's just so mental, and yeah, it's a cracking book, cracking cracking book. Basically about this guy called Jake, who's metal, his guitar metal fuels the uh, kung fu, um, bio bionic murder falcon who fights um, interdimensional alien beings. And then the band all summon their own creatures as yeah. well, and it gets fucking. <coughs> Excuse my coughing. I've got a bad dose, but um, yeah, still it, got a dose. Yeah. I still have a bit of dose. I won't sit too close to it. Fuck away. But uh, <clears throat> uh, Warren Johnson's star has been steadily on the rise since Extremity. And if you haven't read Extremity, fucking remedy that shit. Stop. Extremity yeah. is a whopper. That, that is on my uh, rainy day list of um, awesome shit to get through. The, I'm sure you guys have the graphs. Uh, yeah, we do. Yeah. Um, your image books. So the first, the first. That's the thing about image. The first volume of their January tenure tenor. Yeah, I can't go wrong with that. No, nice and easy. And then after that, each subsequent book is usually fifteen quid. 
Yeah, this so like you're paying less than you would for a DC or a Marvel book and to be honest you're getting probably better quality Yeah, because you're getting more bang for the book with the story and you don't have to get rooted in the continuity now don't get me wrong there's a lot to be said for the, the current continuity with Batman and the rest of it like the, there's still solid books it's just for someone to just pick up something Yeah, it's always easier to pick up an image or an IDW book just bam there you it go. is right, that's how I found Paper Girls yeah I picked up Paper Girls on a recommendation from somebody and apologies I can't remember who it was it's been a long time ago and I picked it up and it's it's basically if you've if you've watched Stranger Things and you like Stranger Things right in the yeah. 80s of Paper Girls is like it's the bunty meets Stranger Things <laughs> uh, but like with a whole lot of weird and time travel and all this sort thrown into it it's so so good uh, it's well worth checking out uh, and again like Doc says the first first graph is like uh, a tenor mm. and I think it's coming to a, the end run of it's coming to an end soon I think I think I could be wrong with that one Um one book that is coming to an end is Wicked yeah. and the Divine. Saying on the cover of previews, it's on previews for April issue forty-five, um, and it's apparently it's the according to previews, it's the jaw drop jaw dropping series finale to the War Warline series by Kieran Gillen and Jamie McKelvey. Um, I was on Wicked and the Divine from the start, and it's just it's it's one of my all-time favorite books. It really, really is. It's the idea of it's very American gods, isn't it? No, it's well, it's yeah, it is very American gods. It's kind of like uh, American gods meets kind of like pop idol, basically. <laughs> um, so like every there's these gods that every so many years, or every couple of decades, they re-inhabit human bodies, human form, and live on Earth. But they you're chosen, and you become a you you become a star, right? But you only have a limited lifespan. You know you're going to go into this life. You willingly accept this life, and you become this god of generally of music or of pop culture, and it's 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 a commentary on that. Like there are so many references to well-known artists in the book that you look at the who they're meant to be, and you kind of go, "Well, that's Kanye West, mm. that's Florence uh, Welch from Florence and the Machine." You know, th- th- there's obvious thing. That's Daft Punk. That's you know, it's they're all in there. Yeah. Um, but there, it's the play on the characters and how well it's written because it's it's Kieran Gillen. So I mean, I have a huge grow for Kieran Gillen. I think he's one of the best writers out there. Mm. Um, so I, if if you've never picked up a copy of Wicked and the Divine. Go and grab the the again the graphic novels. That it's an image book, so the first one's only a tenner. Um, go and grab that book, and like it's coming to an end, so you'll be able to eventually be a collected edition yeah. of it. <coughs> so I highly recommend that one. It's I'd say it's going to be a pretty big finale as well. They're going to go all out, uh, and the, like the cover of previews this week, it's it's nice. It's like it's it's a nice thing to see such a colourful because usually it's you look at previews and it's like yo the new Batman yay or the new <laughs> Superman yay. Uh, but they, to have an image I think it was War of the Realms last month also. was it War of the Realms you gotta give it that that was well again it's, it's there's Arthur. a lot going on yeah there's a lot going on Arthur Adams work is just mental hmm. um, but yeah so is there any other releases for the store um, well there's a few other the usual kind of smorgasbord of comics that will be out in no particular order because I'm lazy oh Street Fighter Menat I've no idea who this character is but she's getting her own comic Heroes in Crisis, next issue. Hulk Vereen's next issue. Uh, Jim Henson's Beneath Dark Crystal, Labyrinth Coronation, Justice League Odyssey, and our issues of Justice League that were missing for some reason last fucking week. Um, oh, Mirror Tidebreaker. That's another one from the DC Inc. label. The, so what's uh, this? The teens label. Basically, it's um, a book about Mirror for kind of mid-teens. So DC uh, Inc. Have, DC have got their own uh, kind of like um, different age bracket labels now. Okay. So Inc. is for kind of teens. So it's a book in that label. Um, what else do we have? Neon Future, the new one by Steve Aoki, with basically mad 
kind of cyberpunky uh, augmented people living in the future. Still haven't read up that much, but it looks really bright and colourful and lots of science fiction-y nonsense, which is right up my street. So, yeah. cyberpunky and stuff. Uh, oh, we actually got a couple. They uh, reissued the Rat Queen special, so we got the Neon Static and the uh, Orc Dave issues back in. Oh, very good. The good. Neon Static is the one where it's it's kind of a like shadow run. It is shadow run. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not kind of a fucking... It's, it's shadow run. Shadow run. Like. Yeah. Uh, Sharky Bounty Hunter as well next issue I'm enjoying that um, Spawn Spider-Man oh Spider-Man Far From Home the adaptation's out um, so it's a, is it a full on adaptation or is it a pre- before it's the prelude it's it's called the prelude so it's probably either just happening just before it or around about the same time as it so when is that drop this is because this is the thing with Marvel I that haven't gets got me. a fucking clue man. yeah because <laughs> with, Marv, with Marvel right they always seem to they don't bury the lead it's like it's a case of Here's a comic that's coming out that's set after Endgame to lead into the new Spider-Man film that he obviously comes back for. Yeah, that's kind of a weird one. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. let's let's unless that's set before all this happens. So, but no, it isn't. Oh, really? It's set. Well, the next Spider-Man film is set after Endgame because he comes back because obviously he's feeling a lot better than Mister Stark. <laughs> you know, my missus keeps doing that. It's really fucking annoying. What? I'm not I, don't, feel, I don't feel so good. I'm like, stop it! Don't fucking do that. And she keeps doing that. She keeps keeps looking and goes, "Oh, what's like, what?" I feel so good, Mister Stark. Fucking shut up, woman! <coughs> Every time, right in the fucking feels, man. It's really irritating. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, is there any? Uh, I saw. I saw this thing online actually, and I meant to ask you about this. Walmart have put up this massive, massive standee in all their stores in the states. Fifth of July, homecoming. That's one. Far, far from Miami, Um <clears throat> Walmart have put up this thing for all the new Godzilla toys. For There's the new load of King of Monsters, they're really oh, yeah. going all out for this one. Yeah, NECA have got a shitload of toys coming out for that as well. They're actually doing all of them. Um, there's a few of the SH Monster arts coming out too. Um, and yeah, man, the last trailer, fucking shite bikes. That yeah. dropped on the same day as John Wick Three. Yeah. <laughs> Honest to God, it was like fucking a sploosh city in my pants. Have you seen the latest? Uh, do, you, do you know who Little Bigger? Have you have you been down the Little Big Rabbit Hole yet? The little big rabbit hole. Oh, you haven't been down the little big rabbit hole. Doesn't sound like it, no. Have you heard the skibbity tune? No. Skibbity wappa I, I think I'm thankful from the sounds of it. Well, after this, I'm going to have to show it to you because oh, okay. Godzilla features in it. And oh, okay. Yeah, then they, they have another version of the same song, which Godzilla features in again, which is quite bizarre. But they're they're like a Russian version of the Antwerd, if the Antwerd were good. Right. Okay. And then. Um, Right. The the one main 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 reason why myself and some of the lads listen to them is because the music is actually solid. It's like early nineties dance, but good early nineties dance tunes like techno. So the good solid beats, but they're a parody band. So they've like a song called AK forty seven, which is about AK forty sevens, and it's all the video is all like Disney stuff. So at one point, one of the guys in his underpants holding an AK forty seven while he's lifted up on the rock from the Lion King. It's it's really fucking bizarre. Like it it's proper the Antwerd levels. It's almost like the Antwerd and. Electric Six had a baby. That's it's weird. That 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 right there. Yeah. Is, no. Yeah. I know, but it's it, it. I'll, I'll have to show you some stuff. It's fucking. If, if anyone listening to this is inclined, check out Little Big. Uh, you're probably better off starting with Farrah Denza. That's the, one of the first tunes we we started getting in in on them with. But yeah, they're really interesting. How do you but, find these things? Um, I work in a comic shop where people are always going, "Hey, dude, look at this." Ah. Yeah. So it's always always getting bombarded. nine times out of ten. When does that turn out to be porn? Never. Wow. Oh, sorry. There was one time um, one of the lads we had in his work experience was like, oh, you want to check this video out? And two seconds in, right, and that's your internet privileges revoked. Don't ever suggest that. Get out of the shop. No, I wouldn't kick him out of the shop, but he literally had no internet privileges from that point on. Wow. Yeah. And he knows who he is. Connor. (laughs) And the FBI knows who he is as well. No, it wasn't that bad. It was just... 
Actually, I don't even think it was porn. I think it was just something borderline, but it was so intensely, retardedly stupid and just dumb. We had to just stop him showing videos. And he he's videos. probably a better person for it now. No, he's not. No, he's a horrible human being. Oh, okay. <laughs> he knows the money messing. Um, uh, what was I going to say about... What were we talking about? Oh, you were talking about that mad crazy band. But yeah, um, something else before that. The Godzilla stock. Yeah, the Godzilla stuff. Yeah, there's, there's so much neck out and knocking it out of the park with the, the latest Godzilla figures. And they're doing, I think they're doing, well, yeah, they are doing, they're doing Rodan, Mothra, Godzilla, King Ghidorah as well. I think there's an SH Monster Arts coming in King Ghidorah. Ooh. Yeah, that's going to be a big motherfucker. You buy a whole new detail for that one. Yeah, pretty much. Sweet Christmas. Fucking tails and spikes everywhere. But, uh, yeah. And those kind of figures as well, if anybody's looking for them, we only get the SH Monster Arts in, Monster Arts in on special order. Because they're really fucking big and sometimes can be expensive. So speaking of really big, I noticed and we're sitting in the stock room. <laughs> yeah. And over there, there is a, a there's a massive box. It's either it's either holding one of Thanos' testicles or it's the Infinity Gauntlet. That's one Infinity Gauntlet. That's fuck. It's a Hot Toys Infinity Gauntlet. It's huge. Yeah. The my, the most hilarious thing is the young one coming to collect it is about half the size of the box. I'm, I don't mean to slag you, Nicola. She's not that small, but um, yeah. So she's one that, of our regulars. I take it that's all packaging, though. Probably not. No, it's it's got a stand as well that goes with it. So the stand probably sits to the side of the box, but the gauntlet is, I'd say, probably three quarters the size of that box. So, but you, can you wear the gauntlet? Yeah, as far as I know, you can put it on you. Yeah. And it, but it's a hot toys one, so it actually looks. It'll it'll be a big giant. I'd say probably either polystone or or metal or I wouldn't say maybe metal, but maybe more plastic. But high high quality plastic. So, but it's to the scale of Thanos is what Thanos' hand would yes. be. Yes, to one to one scale Infinity Gauntlet, not like the the Hasbro kids one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a one to one scale. And how much something that set you back? Uh, about a grand. So Jesus. Yep. I suppose it is cheaper than killing. Your we own did we daughter. did try him on Warner as well about the size of it. She was like, "That's ah, not that big," so we sent her a picture with Deb standing, Deb our female staff member standing beside the box. Deb's our, she's not our only female staff member shit Shell's going to kick my ass again because I keep forgetting Shell works with us as well <laughs> yeah she doesn't listen to the podcast I'll be grand I'll get away with it sorry but um, no Deb um, was standing there beside the box and took a picture of her and sent it to Nicola and Nicola was just like holy fuck and is that the only one you have oh we only got like I think it was three of them in for order for order and have you got. seen it out of the box no you haven't seen it nope. out of the box because nobody wanted to open it so she's going to have to find a car or a van to bring that home yeah how the fuck are you going to get that up the stairs well we got it down the stairs so yeah, but the same way. Does, that doesn't look like it fits through that stairwell. Yeah, but I'm very good at um, space management. Okay, it's impressive. Yeah, it's an impressive gauntlet. Um, impressive yeah. box. Um, I, think, I think her fellow's into the rugby, so I think you'd be able to carry it for us. I think she's. Oh, that's awesome. Sorry, husband. Pardon me, Nicky. <laughs> cool. So yeah, that's that is a massive, massive gauntlet right there. It is. It's very, very big. <laughs> Actually, yeah, the next huge thing we have coming in is the fucking Chuckies. Fucking Chucky's. The what? Fucking Chucky. 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 The new Chucky. The new Chucky. Well, it's not the new Chucky. It's actually the Chucky from 2. But it's a one-to-one scale replica of Chucky. But it's made by uh, Trick or Treat Studios. They're the guys who made the Gremlins and all the other yeah. one-to-one scale figures and stuff we've had in recently. And um, is there a big ask for that? Oh, yeah. <coughs> really? But it doesn't have the fucking things on it. The story must look weird. I have no idea nice. where the fuck we're going to put them, man, when they come in. Like I, I've requested that everybody collect them quickly. Not because I don't want them sitting Keep here. walking I, into the store and looking yeah. at you. Because I know what Jay's going to do. He's going to make a fucking wall of them. And then dress and up as one and stand beside probably, them. Probably, yeah. Or make Deb dress up as one. I know she wouldn't need to be coerced. She'd do it just to scare the shit Doesn't actually, doesn't Deb have a, a child's play costume? I think uh, I've seen one of them in child's play cosplay before. What's that, Deb? 
Somebody was. There was a. There was actually we had a one to one scale. Um, what's the one from Saw? What's his name? Billy. You, uh, okay, yeah. We had a one to one scale uh, Billy figure here, and we had to remove it out of the shop because it kept giving Des panic attacks. There was it on a little bike. No, but it would just Deb would keep moving him and put him sitting down somewhere, and Des would turn around and the fucking doll would be sitting there, and Des would be fucking freaking out. <laughs> what the fuck you have? Yeah, so we're always terrifying each other. So, yeah, the cool. sooner those chuckies get in and get the fuck out, the sooner I'm not going to get the shit scared out of me. Is there any other big releases, toy wise? Yeah, well, fuck it. There's been nothing but Marvel Legends for the last while, man. Jesus. We, they um, seem to be flooding the market with those things. Holy shit. No, we got a, we got a new supplier, and um, they're just knocking out of the park for us. So, we got in um, uh, a couple of ways. We got the. Kingpin build a figure wave. We got the um, Captain Marvel wave in. We got the Mbaku wave. Professor X on the chair. Deadpool on the bike. We have the Avengers Endgame ones coming in very soon as well. Just fucking loads of them. <laughs> Is there danger of those figures from Endgame spoiling the film? Um, they they, they, well, they, I haven't looked at the wave. I've only yeah. ordered them, so I don't know. Because it makes you wonder, like, when they're releasing shit like that. Occasionally it does, yeah, because we... Pop figures are the fucking worst for it. Next to Lego, pops are the worst. Fuck pops in their I've, fucking I've never, dark dead eyes. <laughs> I was never a fan of them, and I've spoken many occasions. Uh, the, the Canadian government has apologised several times. Um, <laughs> I just... I'm not a huge fan of them. And um, they spoiled... There's a particular bit in Captain Marvel. Really? Yeah, that they, they ruined for me, which I wasn't... With the cat? Into. You got that as well, did yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheeky bastards. It's like, yeah. oh, here he is, and here's the chase version. Ha <laughs> ha! Oh, shit. Thanks, guys. Yeah. So, yeah, they're always doing that. Every fucking one. Every goddamn time. Yeah, yeah. I think they did it with the... They did it with the Hulk buster. Oh, yeah. For the the last Avengers film where they have a version of... And it was more than likely a deleted scene that we never got. Hmm. Where it's actually the Hulk busting out of the Hulk buster. Oh, album. that was a Hasbro toy as well. There was actually a Hasbro toy of the Hulk bursting out of it. Yeah. So I don't know whether they like did the whole, like, you know, filming two films back to back and kept the scenes for it. So yeah. Maybe when they do the, uh, the do-over. That's what's going to happen. He is actually going to Hulk out. Inside the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I, I'm not a fan of Pops, I have mm. to say. I'm not a fan of them at all. Just, no. And I think personally they've ruined the toy action figure thing. Well, I don't know. I don't know about ruining it because um, like, for me, action figures have always been six inch or three and three quarter inch. And we're, we're like, I think I said a while ago, we're getting kind of a renaissance now on the three and three quarter inch figures. Like more and more smaller companies are making them. Like Boss Fight Studios, for example. Yeah. They've been knocking it clean <coughs> out of the park. Yeah, like um, have you seen the Sam and Max figures they've got coming out? No, I haven't seen them. Fucking phenomenal! Like, cool. absolutely, they look exactly like Sam and Max from the uh, the original LucasArts game. Savage. Um, and they've been working on a load of um, they've got a new Zombie Hunter line coming out as well, and these are all GI Joe scale figures. But um, there's another crowd whose name escapes me. They've been working with the lads from Boss Fight, as far as I'm aware. Because Paddy Lennon, friend of mine, is yeah. mad at them as well. <laughs> Put me white them, but um, they've got like I think Marauder miniatures, maybe maybe Marauder could be but they um they've got a a like an exosuit that gi joe figures can go into oh, but deadly. it's pretty much like the suit that you would have seen in elysium or one of those kind of you know, like an armored oh so suit like a frame on. like yeah yeah or like live die repeat that kind of yeah yeah yeah. not like a huge big mech but just an augment suit for a guy yeah but the cool thing about it is like when the character when you put it on your little gi joe figure and you clip it around the wrists the arm is completely movement it's complete movement That's and the sad. panels are ball and socketed all along it so they can replicate every bit of movement you do with the figure in the suit. That's savage. Fucking unreal. And like I said, Boss Fight Studios have been knocking out of the park with the fantasy stuff. They're doing the Zombie Hunter series now as well. 
they have a couple of other things that I, I can't seen, really I say, saw Paddy talk at his panel at that DCC he did the thing about they're doing um, a series of like fighters so yeah. humans versus zombies fighters like boxers and, and martial artists and stuff like that and that looked kind of interesting there's, there's a couple of um, I think Paddy was saying that they're, they're, they're sneaking in a couple of uh, likenesses in some of the, the boxers or some <laughs> of the, the, I don't know whether they're going to do like Olympians or something like yeah, that yeah, real yeah. world people Katie maybe, Taylor or, yeah, or Rocky or someone like yeah, that like yeah. somebody like in there but they, they've got these, these whole ideas like they're doing for it but man, they're just the modular figures. You can kind of swap the loadouts on them. They're just really, really fucking funky figures. But between those and Marvel Legends, knocking it out of the park recently. Like Hasbro have gotten a whole new face sculpt technology that they've been using. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed the last few Star Wars figures, like especially the they've solo been a line. A lot less derpy. Fucking perfect. Like Captain yeah. Marvel herself as well. Likeness is fucking spot on. I know there was well. a series of black figures like the Paul Dameron was famous for the derby oh, face. Yeah. And or the rouge that um, Ray had on. Yeah. She was like, hit with a shotgun, the yeah. Homer Simpson makeup shotgun. Yeah, it was bad. Like the, the, But I, I particularly remember the Paul Dameron because he was mm. cockeyed as fuck. Oh, yeah. And you couldn't get a decent one of the whole batch. We no. had to repaint a bunch of them. Yeah. That's actually another thing we do, folks, as well. Um, I don't know if you're aware, but we do modify and repair figures. So if you're not particularly happy with a paint scheme or with the eyes or with any of that, but we can actually fix it. Um, and Anto was started to do a lot more of the unboxing videos and he mentioned it because he was unboxing one of the NECA Terminators and as happens every now and again to us he was moving the arm and bink it's it popped just, off just broke yeah it's, like, the it's, 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 it, well, it's actually it's a really big arm on a tiny little peg uh, so what we do in that situation we just bore it out and put a metal bar in Yeah. so the figure and to all intents and purposes is exactly the same you wouldn't even see the bar but it's now not going to fucking break on it yeah well if you want like for a 30 euro figure like occasionally you're going to have QC defects and that's yeah. all you can do about that like see I don't like mine go in a cabinet at home and that's where they live they go into a detail, detail for they sit over an area on my desk for certain figures that I'll put there but they don't get moved they get put in their pose and they get left in their pose I'm on play with my figures every other day no I don't <laughs> I they take it off to, the shelf and move and pose them I them. dust them a bit that's it like my my, old, my one and only hot tie my only one can all be hot ties nice. been in the same pose since I since I put him in the press, really? yeah, Jesus. Amelia can stare at him through the cabinet. My daughter <laughs> stares at him through the cabinet, and she's just like ding, ding, ding. It's like you do not touch that thing. This is not the droid you're looking. Yeah, exactly. And like my, I have a, a an old school Hal Jordan Green Lantern doll as such. He's in a cloth outfit. Oh, the Migos. Uh, is it six inch or twelve? No, it's like a big one. I already got it for me. Youngs, when we first started going out, it was like one of the first gifts she ever got me was cool. this massive Green Lantern Hal Jordan. Yeah, so I knew she was a keeper, them. you know. Like, even so, one girl gives you a 12 inch, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was uh, actually that funny enough. We had one of our regulars in <clears throat> today, he was humming and hawing about getting a hot toy there last week, and he came in with his missus, and she was like, oh, Look, just cheer yourself up and buy the bow to him, will you? I see, that's and we're like, fucking yeah, yeah, go on, keep her, yeah, <laughs> keep her, keep her, put her on the so, payroll. Yeah. The only other hot toy I'm looking forward to. The only other one that I will fork out cash for, John Wick. Not the War Machine Punisher? No, God not the War Machine Punisher. I, it, Man, it's a beautiful looking my, figure. I, I'd said I was done. I was out. Yeah. I was out. I moved on. Just and when you touch around, man. Motherfucking they man. pull you back in. Amazing. But the, the John Wick hot toy. Do you know what we have coming in next week? The week what? after? What? Neo. <gasps> yep. Yeah. Mr. Anders. Mr. Anders. Hot toy. Yep, yeah, hot toy. Neo hot toy. Neo hot toy. He's oh. a real fucking good looking man. Oh man! <laughs> I want his boots. <laughs> just, yeah, it's just Keanu's lovely face. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. And he, uh, oh, and you heard the news? I heard the news about Keanu being no, stranded. Fuck about Keanu and and, oh. and Alex Winter. Death's coming back. For yeah, this yeah. Movie. William Sadler's going to be in it. Yeah, fucking a man. The Grim Reaper returns, and apparently they are going to make a nice tribute to George Carlin. 
There's oh. got to be a lovely tribute in the film to awesome. George. Yeah. So that'd be nice. But I mean, they're not going to fuck it up. I'm I'm looking forward to the new Bill and Ted. Yeah. It's the it's the, we had the reconnaissance. This is now the what the reconnaissance. Imagine McConaughey Renaissance. The reconnaissance. Oh okay. Right. Oh, but uh, now he's yeah. lost all goodwill. Oh, has he? Oh yeah. Well, he's gone back to making shitty movies. Oh. <laughs> um, the last three or four have been dirt. The last good one I think he was in was Mud. I think was so his name called. is now Mud though. name is now literally Mud mm. uh, I thought we saw Interstellar actually Interstellar yeah. yeah Shit Robots I enjoyed the shit out of it Interesting film Yeah Shit Robots mm. Yeah I actually like the robot concept to be honest Fucking hated it Really Fucking hated it It was amazing though I'm like I'm sorry but No no. When he was moving and shit, just the the whole idea behind it was just so clever. No, they should have just stuck with like something from like the, the black hole. Like, really? Maximilian in the black hole was a way more <laughs> convincing he robot. He was a fucking hedge trimmer. Yeah, a psychopathic <laughs> hedge trimmer. But he was still. A they were a f- they were like a fucking. They were something from a connects out. Like they, they literally were sticker bricks. Yeah, <laughs> that's all they fucking were. There was but they no. Were fast sticker bricks, there was no concept in there. See, you imagine going to the. You imagine the art direction meeting from that movie, and somebody went, "I need a robot, Gary. Got it for you there. Look at that. It's a rectangle. It's a rectangle. It's a fucking, ah, uh-huh. no, but it's made of smaller rectangles. Yeah, <laughs> it's a concentric. It's a. It's a, It's a small little colony of rectangles. <laughs> it's like fuck off with yourself. Give me a robot because that's what humans will do when they create robots. They create it in their own likeness. That's yeah. what humans do. They don't create these weird fucking ups. <laughs> I'm just weird fucking cubie things. That's not the way it works. We're, we're a vain race. We try to make everything be like ourselves. Yeah. And that will ultimately be our downfall. I I welcome her. Actually, have you, you've, you've seen um, Love, Death and Robots? Right? I've seen the best part of it. I've seen a have fair you, chunk of it. Have you seen Zima Blue yet? Which one was Zima Blue? Zima Blue is about the, um, the artists who's... Uh, starts off doing um, <coughs> murals and they get bigger and bigger and bigger. No, until I have not seen Zima Blue. Oh, well. No, it's well, one of the ones dig, I haven't you're seen. You're going to dig the shit out of Zima Blue. Yeah, I did like... I saw the first three in a row and then I started skipping around. Why? Uh, because because I found that I could. But... Uh, <laughs> and there was one or two of the later ones that were like, Wayne, you need to watch this one in particular because of something. I'm like, oh, okay. And I watched it and I was like, oh, it's one with the Russians. That was fucking amazing. Great. Yeah. Really, really good. You mean Doom. D- Doom it's essentially Doom yeah. pretty much Doom uh, but no I had to watch it because it was a World War 2 story set in a forest about oh, caves yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. and yeah, I was like oh that's going to hit the nose and yeah. it, thankfully it didn't right. thankfully it didn't it was like okay that's fine um, one thing I do and this is a shameless self plug not a self plug but a plug all the same New Comic Book Day stop pointing that pen at me really. sorry New Comic Book Day is Wednesday which See, is technically when this episode is going out isn't it uh, well I hope so you're yeah. uploading it so. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going out and this is New Comic Book Day so now available in Dublin City Comics uh, will be Ocean City issue 3 yes numero 3 uh, in limited numbers um, so you got to get in early and pick it up. So this is an ongoing limited series. We're actually looking at limited series. It's a limited series by by Colin Griffin. We were looking at doing pre-orders as well for stuff too. So we're going to have to chat with you about that. Sure, that's actually no doing pre-order yeah, indie books through our store as well to help you guys out. Savage, no, that, that's brilliant. Um, so Colin Griffin is the creator behind this book, working with uh, Alice Coleman, uh, and issue three will be on the shelves on New Comic Book Day here in WCD Comics in limited numbers so you want to get in and get a copy it's probably our most popular title on our online store cool. it sells consistently sells out uh, it's a, it's an all ages book uh, you have issues one and two we do upstairs uh, so if you want to pick up all three it's only a fiver um, so all three issues up to this point will cost you cost you 15 quid and, and next time you're at a show we'll call him he'll happily sign a copy for you um, so yeah so that's it that, that'll be on the shelf today as of new comic book day awesome yeah sweet 
Yeah, this is where I'd probably normally talk about my stash as well, but I haven't read my comics because my gaff is in fucking shite now. I haven't been able to get my comics <laughs> <up>. <laughs> We've been getting the front room done and they made an absolute jockey's bollocks out of it. It's almost finished, but it means I'm going to be able to put all my comics in the front room and I can actually read them whenever I want them. Oh, nice. So, uh, yeah, hopefully this time next week I'll have my homework done. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll like so. <laughs> I think it's been a solid episode. Has it? Yeah, yeah. It's, been, it's been a good solid episode. So What's happening there? Just looking at the time, we are... Uh, a million billion? Nearly an hour into the episode. Jesus Christ, that's fucking ages. I'm pretty sure everyone's tuned out at this point. 50 minutes. Shocking. Sorry, so as we, we wrap this up, then we? Wrap it up. Right, so uh, no other news. Uh, we were going to do previews, reviews. We start that next week. We'll start. We'll, we'll we'll do our homework and go into previews for next week and look yeah. for what's coming down the line because a lot of stuff is kind of ending this week and then the big events are coming. Yeah, for, for going Levi, into the Le, summer. Levy, 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 Levy with a tan. Yeah, Levy tan. Um, at the Euro the Villan as well. That's another one. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, we're going to do a new segment basically, which is the previews, reviews. So we're going to go through previews, uh, go through a publisher or two each week to kind of give you a heads up on what's coming out rather than you having to, you know by the arse looking at it online or uh, just walking into the shop and perusing our free copy of previews that's on the counter there's one there every month so. yeah. Um, but yeah so uh, yeah we'll do all the hard work for you um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I think that's pretty much I'm feeling really lazy and tired I want to go home it's been a long day a lot nice. of fucking Marvel Legends oh shit what else that just reminded me there's, um, the fucking Ghostbusters are out um, the new uh, next wave of real Ghostbusters from Marvel Select is that oh the, the it's not the Transformers one as well no 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 it's, it's the animated series like the, oh. the proper, like proper old school one um, well not the old old school one like not like the one with the stupid fucking buggy with the monkey yeah, yeah not that one no the other one the good one the good one yeah um, Venkman and everyone yeah yeah we have um, Venkman um, Ray Stance and we have the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man figures in also the uh, Marvel Legends um, Endgame Thor and Captain America so the figures for those f- oh figures and the selecting those and gee, we only have a couple of them left because they were pre-ordered the fuck but the um, Marvel Gallery um, Iron Spider Oh, very Marvel nice. Gallery statues are lovely. Like the, the PVC statues, but they're usually about 50, 60 quid. They're not that expensive, but they're just really, really awesome. Well dynamically posed figures that are about, I think they're about a 10-inch scale figure. So they're actually quite large. Like, yeah, it's um, decent size. But uh, actually, I know people can't see it online, but I'll show you, and your reaction will hopefully audio transfer across, but check that out. Oh, that's really fucking nice, man. See, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> that's really fucking nice. So while you're listening, folks, just Google uh, Marvel. Uh, sorry, Diamond Select Gallery. So it's the Avengers Iron Infinity War, Spider-Man, PVC diorama. Yeah, he's fucking sweet. Just it, it's just that pose on him. He's really just yeah, it's full on, stepping ready to kick the shit out of Thanos. It's got the Iron Spider kind of. Do you know what I love most about that design? What they gave him one extra fucking leg. One extra leg. Yeah, because in the comics he only had fucking three legs, and it drove me mad. Really? Don't know why. Yeah. I completely forgot that fact. The figures are the same. <coughs> in Civil War, he only had yeah, he only had three three extra mechanical legs. Don't know why the fuck they only gave him three legs. That doesn't make any sense. He probably had one ripped off and it wasn't paying attention, but it just was really annoying. Well, considering he's a spider and spiders, unless are, his penis was the the last leg, could have been it. Yeah, yeah, huh? could have been it. Oh, <laughs> spider penis. The other that's the in, in the spider verse we didn't see. Oh really? Yeah. Still haven't watched it. Still can't watch it. Why? Can't. The animation destroys me, Matt. Really? Yeah. I was actually talking to, to our good friend Dave about it there today because he was at the animation festival in Dunleary at the weekend. Yeah, yeah. And um, <clears throat> they were basically talking about how they made it look three-dimensional while only being two-dimensional. Yeah. And they used a sort of forced perspective. 
Yeah. What they did was they made the backgrounds blurry and the main thing focused. <coughs> yeah. And I've always said that's why I can't watch 3D because I, I don't know whether it's it's a life from the playing video games, but my eyes are constantly darting around the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I'm trying to focus on about four or five things, at the, well, at the same time, but in quick succession, if things are blurry, I can't focus. It, on makes, off. it makes me feel uncomfortable, yeah. So I couldn't put my finger on why I didn't like Into the Spider-Verse. I thought it was the frame rate drop because the way they animate sums and twos, yeah. something in four frames per, or was it? Part of it looked like stop motion at certain points. Yeah, yeah, because that's the way they, they'd intentionally broken down the universes and the actual frame rates to yeah. differentiate between them. Yeah. I found that really jarring as well. And I think I'm probably the only person in the fucking world who's not going to enjoy that movie. And it kills me. No, I, I know it's an you're am- not alone. Man. I know it's an amazing <coughs> film. I've heard nothing but fantastic things back from everybody. But I actually physically can't watch it without feeling ill or anything. No, I reckon you're... Because a lot of people out there can't watch 3D movies without getting sick violently. Yeah. They need corrective lenses. Maybe if you get corrective lenses, you can watch it. Could be that, actually, yeah. Maybe. Maybe I'm myopic. I didn't even realise it. Mm. Maybe watch it with one eye open. <laughs> one eye actually looking at you. But uh, that was it. Dave was saying he was talking to the guy who was making it. Or I think it was the head of... Um, the director, I think, maybe the head of... Um, Sony? Head of, no, the head of animation. The animation director or something of the, the movie. He was at, like I said, the, the Leary Festival. Sure. Um, for the life of me, I can't remember his name. But um, he was saying that um, the studio had always tried to rush him and tried to wrap it up. And he was like, oh, come on, come on, do it quicker, do it quicker. And he's like, nope. They're right. stuck to their guns. And that's where they had like the dot shading and everything. And he, yeah, he went yeah. to the explanation behind how that worked, just basically with just um, making some of them brighter or darker. It was forced shading and all the rest of it. it it's really cleverly done. Yeah. Such a phenomenal. Well, they they concept. they tore the concept of animation. They, apparently, this is what I heard. Anyway, they, they tore it down completely and rebuilt a lot of it from the ground up. Yeah. Just specifically for this film. But, I don't actually, know if they'll ever do it again. What they was even saying as well when they were talking about scenes. You know, where you've got like storyboard scenes in animation, much yeah. like a comic. You'd have panel, 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 yeah. panel. That's not how they did it. The whole thing was rendered in 3D. So the director actually walked in with a camera in the 3D environment and basically swept through where he wanted the scenes. And then from that, they extrapolated it. So they didn't storyboard it. Yeah. They essentially, for want of a better way of putting it, they filmed it in real time. Maquettes. They did like some kind of maquette system. Kind of a thing, yeah, yeah. So like <clears throat> the best way I could get my head around when Dave was explaining it was when you're playing most games, like if you'll imagine like a, a computer game that's an on-rail shooter. Yeah. That's what most animation is, whereas this is an open world shooter. Yeah. So you yeah. have freedom, complete freedom of movement, and that's the way they made everything. So they basically, they, they dumbed it down to make it look like it was 2D animation, but yeah. it was actually from 3D yeah, yeah. that they scaled it right back down. It's yeah. phenomenal. <clears throat> Same actually. It's like um, Archer, the animated series. Yeah, It looks really crap, but when you see all the 3D work that's gone into it, it's a phenomenally well-built shot. Park. Yeah, exactly. Same, Same again. Park as well, yeah. Yep. Oh, well. They overcomplicate the process to make it look really simple. Yep. Yeah. It's amazing. Cool. What's it like a Rube Goldberg version of animation? <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, enough waffling. Let's get the fuck out of here. Folks, it's been fun waffling, talking shite again. Uh, I have been Doc, and that has been... Great. Yeah, awesome. See you next week. They're not going to see you saluting, man. I know, yeah. Fucking anyway.